0: Well, good morning. This is Henry Harris, and welcome to another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, do our actions make a difference? Okay, let us begin with an overview uh, of what it is that we're talking about in regards to the spiritual foundations of mental health. Your mental health, not only your mental health, your psychological experience, your feelings, your moods, your, your state of mind. Your felt experience of life is moment to moment to moment connected to a a single source, a divine source. You are connected to that single source, and you're experiencing that connection moment to moment to moment. It looks like you're experiencing a whole variety of things, events and circumstances and memories, um, quirks of personality. and it looks like that is the kind of composite picture of your mental health, your mental well-being. But in truth, your mental health, your mental well-being is coming from this wisdom source. And therefore, it's always there. It's always available, although it can look like it is not there. That's part of the magic and the excitement of our experience of this world is that the 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 experience of our life can kind of be concealed in a whole set of forms and events and circumstances. So it looks to me that if I'm feeling uninspired about something, which we'll be discussing, it looks to me that there's something owing to the circumstances that are not inspiring, something about me and my personality that is uninspired, um, the people that I'm nearby that are uninspiring. It, it, it really does look that way to me at times. And yet I've seen at this point, uh, I've come to appreciate that there's something kind of moving inside of me, but it doesn't always show up as it's as visibly as noticeable. And yet it's there, right? There's my moods and feelings are moving. They're shifting. And it becomes very helpful for me to become a little bit of a curious watcher. Not a curious watcher like I'm sitting there watching a pot boil, but just someone who has the patience to live my life and notice how the feelings and the flows are are going about my life, are are showing up as I'm in pursuit of things. I have goals and I have things that I care about and I have things that I need to deal with and respond to. And I have an eye and a curiosity about how the feelings and moods are unfolding inside of me. So I'm going to transition to this topic of, you know, do my actions matter? And we'll explore this idea a little bit more fully in the context of that that simple question. I, I recently had this question occur to me because there's a list of people that I, uh, in my daily prayers, I review various requests uh, three times a day, in fact. And there is a list of people that I, who whose health I pray for, different people who are connected to me or my family or someone who I know asked me to pray for them. And it's a list of about 10 names. And I say it three times a day. And just recently, it occurred to me as I was running through this list again, like this feels very um burdensome it just feels like i'm reciting a bunch of names of words i'm just i'm just kind of going through a recitation i didn't feel particularly uh beseeching or emotionally connected to the request it was like a duty you know it was like a duty a habitual duty that i had accepted upon myself and i, I didn't feel right or I felt guilty kind of like stopping it because like, why would I stop it just because it doesn't feel right or it doesn't feel inspiring? Like that didn't seem to add up. On the other hand, I was pretty dissatisfied with the flat feeling associated with it. And, and it kind of gave me pause to wonder like, what is the value of what I'm doing here? And it gave me a wonderful opportunity to be reminded, like just to watch that, just to watch the, the feeling of, Uninspiration, the feeling of flatness, it was easy for me to link that to, oh, I do this a bunch of times. I'm doing this three times a day. I don't know what's going on in the lives of these people. I'm not aware. I'm not following up. I'm not it it there were all kinds of ideas that came forward to suggest, like, well, why is this not inspiring? And then what occurred to me was, well, you know, it could just be that it feels un it feels uninspiring because. In this moment, you are experiencing a certain flow. And that's just the way it looks and feels. But what do you know about the action of requesting the good of another before your creator? Like, what what do you know about that? If someone were to ask you, like, is there value to that? Is there value to asking, to making a prayer, to making a, a request that the creator of the universe bless someone with health? is there value to such a thing and it was pretty clear to me that there is such a value okay so then the question arose well then what what explains the gap between kind of my intellectual knowing of the value and the feeling of flatness and and kind of uninspiration and and that wasn't so hard that that the answer to that question wasn't so hard it was simply like you know it's pretty human to have a gap between things that you kind of know on a conscious head level and things that you sense and feel in your heart on a felt level like a felt knowledge like that's a pretty normal phenomenon and you can you can go about your life with that gap like that's okay and in fact there's still value in the choices that you're making despite their flatness their uninspiration and on the contrary the choice to give oneself over the choice that i have to give myself to that act of praying for those 10 names if i if i see it as simply a pure choice its value isn't dependent on the feeling i have in the moment it's it's just it's just coming from this like magical capacity that i have as a chooser I acknowledge, I affirm in this moment as I'm choosing to pray on behalf of these names before my creator, I acknowledge that there is value to my actions. I speak about this regularly in a uh, a different uh, podcast that I've just begun called Partners in Creation. The power, the, the fact that it's a commandment, the mitzvah, the commandment to know there is a creator, to affirm the existence of a single source is not just kind of the knowledge that there is a, uh, a creator who's running the world, but the realization that I am a partner in that creation. Part of the commandment to believe in a creator is to believe in the power of my choices to be responsive to the creator that the whole world was designed for that partnership. It's literally a portion of the mitzvah of amuna to believe that I'm not here in this world in a kind of insignificant manner, no. No, it is absolutely essential to the uh, mitzvah, to the commandment of amuna, that I affirm that I, my choices have consequence. Why? Because the creator, the source has commanded me to respond to him, to pay attention, to participate, to acknowledge that we are partners and that if I make an initiation, if I plant a seed, and the seed is the best metaphor for this, because you plant a seed, you don't you don't have to know what's gonna come from the seed. You don't have to manage and plan out how that seed is gonna kind of disintegrate in the ground and then assimilate the 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 water and the sunshine and the chemical processes involved and how it's going to distribute the new nutrients to the growing roots. And you don't need to do any of that. There's a thoughtfulness and a carefulness and a level of uh, commit, commitment involved in revisiting the care of the seed. But that's nothing compared to the forces that are waiting to receive that seed and bring it to a destination that you could never imagine or, or take responsibility for on your own. And yet it is happening. It is our obligation to affirm that our choices are consequential. And so I was left with this moment as I was experiencing myself rattle off these names and the sense that like this feels flat and I'm not inspired and why am I bothering? And then I realized, well, that has nothing to do with the inherent, that that has nothing to do with the action of praying. It it has to do with my state of mind in this moment. That's all. I, I'm just experiencing a gap between kind of, if someone were to ask me, well, is it the case that prayer is powerful? And well, do you feel its consequence right now? There would have been a big gap in that moment. And that's not a problem. We are, by definition, going to go through lives, going going to go through this life, perhaps other lives. Uh, with a gap between what we know on a kind of c- conscious level and what we feel, and without always noticing it, we will, when that gap presents us, we will be faced with a choice. We will we can be drawn after the feeling and say, "Well, I guess the reality of life is what I feel. It's probably not so consequential that I'm making these prayers. I've been doing it for X number of days. I've been doing it so many times." Maybe my prayers aren't even really so important. Maybe I'm not really so good at prayer. Whoever, whatever, what we might come to conclude and build our reality around that feeling. Or we can say, you know, this is a feeling I'm feeling in this moment, but I, I know something about how life works, how the reality of life works, that there is a, the, tr- the truth of life is that there's a single, simple source. That's the most reliable Description of reality, and the fact that there would be a gap between my felt experience and the truth of life is pretty normal. Oh, okay. So now I can, I could cast my lot with my feelings and go down the road of like this. Not I'm. I'm. I, this is not working, or it's not good. Or I could cast my lot with uh, an awareness that you know there's there's a truth here. I I know that the choice to pray, the choice to participate, the choice to be responsive to the creator is extraordinary. Even if it doesn't feel extraordinary, it is. And I'm okay with that gap. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to be willing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best to show up and be uh, consistent in small ways, hopefully. It's hard to be consistent in massive ways, but it's Reasonable and close to us to be commit to be consistent in small but meaningful ways, and that's really at the root of choice. That's the root of choice when we are confronted with a feeling, and that we can we can kind of pause and ask ourselves: Is this feeling? What do I know about this feeling? Is this feeling descriptive of the reality of life that I know? What, what, What am I am I drawing a conclusion from this feeling? And if I am, is it consistent with what do I know to be true about life? Because I'm going to incline one way or the other. I'm going to start to kind of build out that feeling and say, oh, uninspired and not effective and what do I really matter and whatever I might build out from the feeling. Or I'm faced with this potential to to, to see I feel a feeling, but I the feeling is not really defining the reality of life, it's just kind of telling me about the feeling I'm having in this moment. And what would I like to do with it? What would I like to do? Is there permission for me to have these feelings that are at odds with the truth of life? And can I show up and keep showing up? Is there even maybe some heroism in such an action? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Wow. My prayer is to list the names of these ten people in a daily, three times a day. There's a potential and a capacity for heroics in that choice. I'm putting a seed in the ground because I know that there is a life force that is ready and willing and desirous to receive that planting and bring it to some extraordinary heights, to bring it to some amazing place of, of life force. The life force can show up and animate it and do amazing things. So are my are my choices consequential? You bet. Do they feel inconsequential at times? You bet. Is there a problem that there's a gap? Not really. It's just that's kind of the landscape of where I get to do my work. And the, as we've speak, spoken about many times, it's very, we are very well suited to do work that we have permission to do. To the degree that we're ashamed of the work that we have, to the degree that we are dismissive of or um, unwilling to look at the work that there is, that, that gap between what what's kind of true on a potential level and what we walk with and live with and feel. There's when, when we are, when we possess the, the permission to be with that gap, then there's work to do in our lives and we get to go about it in thoughtful and, and um, consequential ways, heroics, absolute heroics. When we, when we don't notice the, the, the humanness of that gap, when we overlook that, when it looks to us embarrassing, shameful, or intolerable, that we should have those feelings, those feelings of imperfection or of unfulfillment or or lacking. And it looks to us that those feelings kind of describe a dark and shameful reality. And then we build out our our version of life on those feelings. Then we just kind of draw deeper into a, a, a shameful feeling with the desire, a greater and greater desire to kind of turn away from our lives. To escape our lives, but possibly to react, to be in kind of a fight-flight experience of our lives, and then we we miss out on the opportunity to do good, good, meaningful, heroic, challenging growth. So yes, our choice choices are consequential, and the choice to acknowledge what's at the root of that, you know, how we how we see the truth of our experience, and then how we start to draw conclusions about our feelings. It's really a wonderful place to begin. It's that choice is the wonderful place to begin. the The beginning of all wisdom, reshus chachma yiras Hashem, is the is an awareness of kind of what's true, what's true about these feelings in this moment, what's true about the source behind everything in this world. It's a single, simple source, and that allows us. That initial choice is such a wonderful, reliable, and and um consequential choice unto itself, and it leads us in good directions.